Welcome, welcome, welcome to a Killer Collab Podcast. Um, today I'm being joined by one of my uh, good friends that we were working on. I have three movies now. Three movies. Uh, Chris Leto from uh, Reaper Films. Today we're going to go through a podcast of 10 movies that you've probably never heard of or seen. Um, Chris and I both uh, put together a list of five uh, movies that we thought were pretty prevalent in our uh, in the genre of unknown movies. Some some you will know, some you may have heard of, some you have never seen or never heard of um, is what we're hoping hoping for. Now, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you a preview of, uh, or if you're listening on the podcast, you're just going to hear the preview on the in your ears, not on your eyes, but you can also watch this on YouTube um, for that preview. Um, I don't know, Chris, Chris, you want to talk about yourself or what you're working on right now? Talk about me? Yeah, uh, talk about you. Let's see what you know, what you what you do, what you're working on now, or what, you know, anything like that. Okay. Um, yeah, my name's Chris Leto. Um, I have a production company called Reaper Films. Uh, basically, a micro-budget filmmaker, uh, mostly horror movies. Uh, so far this year, we've made, we're working on our third movie uh, feature um, up since June. Uh, we made a movie called Naked Cannibal Campers, which uh, has done pretty well for us so far. And Pretty good following on that, too. I, I've been watching that on the, on the Facebook page and all that. Pretty yeah, good following. Yeah, we did uh, pretty well with it so far. Um, and then we got a movie we just finished uh, shooting and editing. We're about to release it probably in the next month or so. Uh, called Zed's Dead, and yeah, it's a play off of um, Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction, uh, basically about the pawn shop owners um, in Pulp Fiction. We made a movie about those two guys. Uh, that should be out in a couple months. And then we're currently casting and finishing up the script for our third feature called The Cheerleader Sleepover Slaughter, and uh, we're going to be shooting that one in late April. So. Uh, that's pretty much it. What I got going on? Pretty busy schedule. Like, how do you uh, yeah. find time for this? Like, do you do you work full time? I don't work. <laughs> <laughs> I've mastered the art of making money without actually working. So I I probably work like three three days out of the month, Jeez. and the rest is. How do I get onto that? I I feel like I work seven days. It's a week. taken you know a long time to get to this point, but uh, <laughs> you know we do okay, and uh, you know I, I I work literally three days a month. Um, have a couple steady video gigs that I do, and then um, you know I have some side stuff that I do. But um, yeah, it, it opened everything up for me to be able to make more movies. And uh, like I said, this is our third movie since June, so coming up. And uh, you know, most people don't do one movie in three years. Yeah, yeah. So and, and we are in the Tampa Bay area. Uh, if you guys um, are knowledgeable of, of the seen here very indie there's nothing there's no big houses down here um that really are pushing out anything not that i can think of um i don't think so right? time of you studios yeah yeah diesel high and stuff hmm. they're over up in like the carrollwood area but also that's a different talent pool too they're, they're working with like higher end oh, or yeah. higher budgets yeah and, like they have one of those uh those new led panels that <laughs> they shot mandalorian on they have like the biggest one in the country over there oh wow and uh, i'm not pushing out that <laughs> actually I, I pushed them a little bit because my son's probably going to start uh an internship there in oh May. Wow. so pretty excited about it he's an animation uh going to be graduating in may and uh 3d animation so he's a uh, pretty excited about it i would too i would too 
Um, so we're not going to sugarcoat things. We're going to jump right into it. Uh, first movie we're going to jump into um, is uh, Scanner Darkly. We're going to show you the preview, and then we're going to have a discussion because uh, he watched it. He's never seen it before, um, or he has, and, or watched it a long time yeah, ago. And, and, you know, just to get a little refresher so we can speak about it, because we know that it didn't really have that big of a release. Um, I think it made, like, $1.8 million when it first came out, and it was only out for, like, a couple weeks. Um, it didn't really have a big uh, release. Um, so a lot of people didn't get to see it, and a lot of people didn't really see any previews for it. I know I didn't. Um, yeah. Originally, I think I saw it. I, I think I was going through, like, like uh, my Amazon Fire Stick, and I just started, like, creep through like the different uh, movies and I think I, I found them. I was like, oh, what's this? And I saw Keanu, I saw uh, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Why not? I was like, how do I not know this with these big names? And you know, and this is exactly what this list for. Because I like movies that, you know, big names that are working for the art of the industry, uh, where they just love what they do. Like, no big budgets. It's just them with their talent and something that they believe in, something that they love doing. And those are the kind of movies that I like, and that's, you know, where this movie comes from. All right, right now, Scanner Darkfoot. It may just be my imagination. Whatever it is that's watching. It's not human. Gentlemen, you are about to witness for approximately 61 cents the perfect homemade silencer. That sure is some silencer. Just drive over to my place, kick back, get some tequila. <laughs> They're in my hair, my skin. They're all over the place. This is a world getting progressively worse. Can we not agree on that? What's on the survey? Damage has taken place to the normally dominant left hemisphere, and the right hemisphere is attempting to compensate. Two hemispheres of my brain are competing. Yes. I could be murdered. How did I get here? I tip my hat to any entity that could bring so much integrity to evil. What if they come in through the back door or the back oh, window know. like that infamous Beatles song? To sacrifice someone without them ever knowing it. What does a scanner see? Into the head? Into the heart? Does it see into me? Clearly. Or darkly. Just awe-inspiring stuff. So that's a scanner darkly, right? I, I, I like cool. the the way I love the way it looks. Um, I think they said something about it. It's just an overlay. They they yeah, look it's like it's actual people. Yeah. Acting. Kind of put like some filter on it, yeah. Over them yeah, they've been using that technology for forever since even the early Disney days. Like, they would right. just do have them animation suits and they just animated right over them in those motions. Um, but yeah, that movie is uh about a it's, a it's in the future, set in the future. Well, it says seven years from now, so that could be any time. Well, technically, I guess it's it's future proof, then, right? <laughs> anytime. Yeah. 
seven years from whatever day you're watching. It. Yes, exactly. Um, and it's about um, a drug that gets um, pretty much. It's got, I think it's got a 70% addiction rate uh, in, in that uh, in that culture at that time. And Keanu plays an undercover uh, police officer or a federal agent or something like that. And he's uh, trying to get to the root of this drug. Who's dealing it? How, where it's coming from? The biggest dealer is trying to get the supplier. You know, the regular, you know, get the supplier type of uh, right. uh, pursuit of, of uh, the drug dealer and the drug world. Um, and he wears a scramble suit. Basically, it's like uh, it just morphs into everything and anything of any different type of facial feature, clothing, person, pretty much anything. Right. Um, that, that scramble suit is uh, so no one can know his true identity because he's undercover. So you don't really want to have like yourself being coming into you know whatever agency you're working for or being known who you are. Even the people that you work with don't even know who you are. That's how in-depth undercover that is. Um, what did you think? Uh, I thought it was a cool movie. Um, you know, it had awesome performances. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is always on top of his game, no matter what role he plays. Um, and this, this is, I mean, this was probably right when he. Oh, six. Came it was, out it was of before. His, it was. Yeah, it was right as uh, his addiction stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, because so. this is two years or three years before uh, even Marvel. I think Marvel came out in 08. Now, this if you 06. think about it, I mean, pretty much everybody that was in that movie, I mean, this is from 2006, has... 15 huge, years ago! Huge, 15. They all have, like, huge roles now. I yeah. mean, you got to think Keanu Reeves with John Wick, yeah. Robert Downey Jr., obviously Iron Man, Winona Ryder in Stranger Things, yeah. Woody Harrelson is about to play Carnage yeah. in one of the Marvel movies. I always liked Woody Harrelson. I forgot yeah, that he Woody's was in the great. movie. I forgot he was in the movie for some reason. I don't know why. I... As soon as I saw him on the field, I was like, oh, how did I yeah. forget? Yeah, Woody's awesome. Yeah. Um, I liked him from uh, White Men Can't Jump. Oh, Probably yeah. Probably one of my favorite movies with him. Absolutely. Absolutely. A, a really funny movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, overall, this was a cool movie. It was interesting. And, again, the animation was kind of trippy at yeah. times. Um, but it was meant but, to do that because yeah. it, it was a drug. Like, you were meant to not know what was reality, what was not. Right. You were supposed to be in, like, Keanu's mind and see what was, like, reality. He didn't know what was reality. Right. And that's ultimately what you uh, figure out in the in the movie. Sure. Um, that he's losing touch. Right. Because Undercover's getting to him. As it does in most movies. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sitting too deep here! <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Absolutely. It's, definitely uh, a recommendation. Definitely worth a watch. And it's like I said, it's great performances by big stars that you know. Like right. there's not it, I, even the one guy in the beginning. Um, I, he's from uh, was it Empire? I think he was in Empire Records. I think I can't remember his name. Ah, I, I really can't remember his name. But he does a, a good uh, performance as the, being the test subject of being the very addicted uh, person in the beginning. He's all feeling like bugs on him, scratching, right, right. and it was like he doesn't know. He was like. But he's literally lost touch of reality. I, I, I really forget his name. Like I haven't watched that movie in a couple of years. Roy Cochrane. Uh, oh, it's Freck, right? Freck. Yeah. Yeah, Roy Cochrane. Yep. Yep. He does a great, great performance in that as well. Yeah, he was in Empire Records. <clears throat> yeah, very good. good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And Empire Records is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like of all time. Yeah. I, I just always that's the one movie that maybe always wants to be 
working in a record store. That was the right. movie. That was like Rex Manning. Like, like I just say no more. I in a video store. So. I always wanted to do that yeah. too. I always wanted to do that too. <laughs> they had a good bunch of bad movies. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, three movies was what Burke. Yeah. That's really the only reason why I worked there. Three movies. Absolutely. And you get them a week before they came out. So mm-hmm. that was cool. Yeah. It's another reason why I wanted to, used to always want to work for a movie theater so I can get all those uh, right. perks. Dream. Dreams of being <laughs> <laughs> the simple life where yeah, thinking right. we can pay all our bills on those. Wait. <laughs> Even at this time. <laughs> All right, next movie. Next movie. Uh, what, what movie was that? Uh, Stoke, uh, Stoker. Yes, Stoker. Here we go. You know, I've often wondered why it is we have children. And the conclusion I've come to is we want someone to get it right this time. But not me. Personally speaking, I can't wait to watch life tear you apart. Indigo, is something wrong? Yes. My father is dead. Richard Stoker was a family man, taken from us by a cruel twist of fate, the reasons for which are unknown. India. Come and say hello to your Uncle Charlie. Hello, India. I'm curious about what happened to my father. Hey, Stoker. Where do you go by Stroker now? Because I hear that's what your mom's been doing to your uncle. Could we talk about you living here with Charlie like this? It's a bad habit, you know. Sneaking up on people? Following uncles around. You were supposed to love me, weren't you? People disappear all the time. Have a small bag. What do you mean to me? To be friends. We don't need to be friends. We're family. Stoker's like a. The thing with Stoker, if you don't like slow moving, slow burns with a payoff, then it's probably not for you. Uh, the thing that stands out to me in Stoker is one, the cinematography is amazing in this movie. Um, and that is one thing I did like about that movie. Uh, there's some shots in this movie that are just amazing. Um, and the performances, uh, her name's Mio. I can't ever pronounce this girl's name. Wasikowska, I guess. She, mm-hmm. I think she played in uh, the Alice in Wonderland movies, I think. Is that the same girl? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not too familiar. And then um, 
you know, Nicole Kidman. Oh, yeah. It's a great uh, performance. Great performance. Dermot Mulrooney. Uh, yeah. And uh, Matthew Good. Um, definitely a slow burn, though. Yeah. De- definitely. A sl- like, it, t- it took me a while to get into the movie. She did remind me of that one girl from uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, Rooney Mara. Yeah. Like, to a T. Like, she just reminded me. Right. Like, she, I think she looked very, like, a lot like her. Yeah, she does. And, uh, you know, Nicole Kidman always gives a good performance. Yep. And, uh, but, again, it's a slow burn. Um, kind of twisted. Not for everybody. A little Twi- twisty twisted stuff with here the and there. Uh, it's basically about a girl that, you know, her dad dies and then her uncle shows up and she no one, didn't even know he existed. Yep. And starts pretty much living with them and she thinks he's up to no good. And, you know, As she was Stuff happens from there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, definitely worth a watch. It's, um, you know, like I said, the cinematography and performances alone, I mean, make it stand out to me. Visually, it's really nice. R- r- uh, beautifully done, uh, visually. Uh, great performances. Um, like you said, it is a slow burn. If, if, if you're not into the, the – it, it takes a while to build up right. a story, build into it, and just to recognize. And But you do see the, the eventual, like, how it plays out. You, you see how it builds to it. Right. It keeps building layer after layer after layer layer after layer and then ultimately like Bam. like a house of cards right and the good thing it's only an hour and a half it's yeah. not like a two and a half hour slow burn it's a it, it's, hour it feels and a half. like it feels, it feels a little longer <laughs> actually but because of the scenes it's so like a lot of them are just built elaborately right like right. it's just it's just that's just how it's how it's made yeah it's very art from right. that aspect yeah i enjoyed it give it a watch absolutely next one we have uh, it's one of my one of my favorites. I, I like if you've never seen this, definitely watch it. Chef. <laughs> wow. Let me say this. This is madness, huh? Let's try and shot it. Check it out. Wow. Chef Big Dog up all night cooking. Shut up and taste this. A moose douche. Come here, guy. Look at that. You like it? Yeah. yeah. We're gonna cook like this. We're being reviewed by the most important critic in the city. Now suddenly you're gonna be an artist. Well, be an artist on your own time. It's my restaurant. Do you threaten to fire me now? I'm telling you what I'm prepared to do if you don't cook my menu. It's up, it's up, the reviews out. His dramatic weight gain can only be explained by the fact that he must be eating all the food sent back to the kitchen. Do you like what they wrote about me? I don't like it either. Who cares? I do, because I could have done better. I should have cooked food that I was gonna cook. Hey, 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 what are you doing? Don't do it. What are you, what are you writing? Just listen. I won't send it until we all say it's okay. Why don't you come by again tonight? I got a whole new menu just for you. No, no. That's man, not good. Give me the phone. Give me the phone. Don't do it. It's out there now, bro. What happens? Why would you do you that? You can't take that back. Mm. Dad, did you post anything since last night? You gotta be kidding me. Wow. You realize how many people have read this? You're trending, bro. You're never going to be happy cooking for someone else. Food truck's a great idea. We're talking about a white-on-white, 88 Chevy Grumman food truck. It's a blank canvas for your dreams. I'm going to have him pour it around. Thank you. Don't thank me till you see it. So what are you going to do? You're going to laugh. Cody, Carl's got a taco truck. For real? <laughs> I was so jealous. When I heard your voice, I was like, that's what I want to do. I get to touch people's lives with what I do, and I love it. 
and I want to share this with you. Do you ever try andouille sausage? No. It's spicy. You like spicy? No. It's not so spicy. Come on. Gente de zona, una vez más. Oh, chef, chef, absolutely. I, I love the movie. Like it's John Favreau. This was while he was doing the whole Marvel thing. This is was his break. He wanted basically it, it was like subliminally like him saying that he just wanted to break out of the the, the, the conformity of of the big Hollywood uh, right. and he wanted to just make something from scratch he wrote it it produced he wrote it produced it directed it even acted in it like he's he is so talented and this is from 2014 and he's just now getting recognized as an amazing director yes and yes. writer and producer yep um, you know he Doing the Mandalorian, he just, you know, he did Iron Man. Mm -hmm. um, the guy's super talented. Uh, I remember watching him watching Swingers. Yes. Back with Prince Han. Yep. And that movie was like so crazy. Um, and he again wrote and produced that one. And um, he's just so good. His his mind is pr probably one of the best minds in in cinema oh, today. For sure. For like sure. he just has so much going on. Like up here, it's just like. Yeah, that's the kind of guy, the director, you just give him the keys to the castle yeah. and let him yeah. do whatever he And that's what fit. Disney's basically doing with him right, right. now. Right, and that's I think that's a smart movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it's a fun movie, and it's the kind of movie that makes you want to, like, open your own restaurant. Yeah. Um, I love cooking shows. And I was in restaurant cooking. and bar industry for 15 years. Like, I, this this movie just spoke to me, like, it wanted, it's it basically leaving corporate life and just, like, breaking down all the right. walls and just, like, I'm going to do this myself, how I want it, how I feel that it should be done. Right. And that's both he pulled out, basically he pulled out all the stops. And underlining, he made a, uh, he built his relationship with his son. Right. Um, great cast. It's got Robert Downey. I don't know what, yeah, I what Robert did. I forgot Stargate was in that movie. No, oh, yeah. I, 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 I love her. I, I think she's one of, still one of my oh, biggest great. crushes in like all of TV, like right. all of movies. Like she's up there. Yeah, um, sure. But it's got Robert Downey Jr. It's got Sofia Vergara, uh, Vergara, uh, Dustin Hoffman, uh, John Leguizamo. He's hilarious. I've loved him since. Yeah, Leguizamo's awesome. Forever. Like I, I, I don't know, but it, like the that story just, it's just breaking through the, you know, the, the restraints of corporate life or just anything holding you back. Right. He gives you the the hope and desire to just break down those walls and just you 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 feel like. Like everything is on you. You can do anything you want. I, I I think that's one thing I like like doing with film and you know any production like this. Like yeah. like there's no boundaries there's for no us. Boundaries. Like exactly. I love it. That that like that's why this movie spoke to me. Not only being in restaurants and for 15 years, but you know I've worked in corporate for I'm not gonna say the names. I don't want to get sued. But you know right. like just some of those like restrictions and rules and restraints. Like I just apply. exactly. Now, right. like it, it does make me want to open a restaurant, but at the same time, it gives me the idea like I could do anything and, that I want, yeah. and that's why I do what I do now. So, if you if you have something that's holding you back, watch this movie. It, it probably will give you the idea, and it'll like instill in you the desire to just you know give you the motivation to do it. And right. I think that's why this is a good movie to do it. Yeah, I think Chef and Ratatouille are two of my favorite. I think it's just like food. Based <laughs> <moves. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> but absolutely. Um, Ratatouille, same thing with the 
design and Great the food movie. and like like he it, same thing with that movie like he just didn't want to be restrained and he just like the ratatouille uh, I mean he just built a man like yeah, for sure. <laughs> um but yeah that that's that, that that was my pick right there um we probably should have did this one last because I'm hungry now. I'm always hungry though. Like I, 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 I mean, I feel like I can eat like 20 times a day. <laughs> All right, no, I, that's a good one. But next one we are doing. I saw the devil. Dun dun dun. My name is Michelle, and I'm living proof that TMS therapy works. You're going to miss out if that's not your thing. But, um, yeah, this movie is super violent. It's a South Korean movie. Yeah. Um, super violent, like over-the-top gore. Um, How long do you think it takes to get redone in America? <laughs> oh, I mean, God, this movie's pretty old. Um, yeah. I don't even remember when it came out. It, it definitely twists. I couldn't get into it because I, like a lot of people, are not into the subtitles. I just I just can't get into them. I mean, yeah, I, 2010. So, but the scene, like, I mean, it looked good. It looked uh, the, beautiful. Yeah, the, the, view, the, the look of the movie, the, the gore again is just, like, top notch. Um, it's, it's basically a, about a, a cop that's on the trail of a serial killer and 
he knows who he is, and it's kind of this cat and mouse back and forth the whole movie. Like, he literally catches him and then lets him go again just so he can catch him again. Like, it's kind of a weird movie. Weird cat and mouse. But, um, yeah, the, uh, the, uh, the gore in this movie is, like, crazy. Um, and it's just a, uh, it's a really cool movie. I'm a big horror fan, so um, I don't really do a lot of foreign, but yeah. there's a couple. How did this one get on the radar? Subtitles. I don't know. I mean, it's the title. Again, it's what, the title. Eleven years old. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, I think around that time there was a lot of movies with devil in the title. Yeah, like devils. Is that um, when like all the like the sinister movies came out? Is that that one around the? It was time? like when all those found footage oh, movies okay. came out, okay. like um. Uh, what was that one called? There was a movie with um with devil in the title, devils. Devils. I don't know. I, I can't think of that. I don't know. But you know, yeah, I don't know. And a lot of things come up as recommendations for when you watch a lot of these streaming services, like you know, like. If you like this, you'll like this. Right, that, right. You know, a lot, a lot of times movies will come up like yeah. that. That's how I don't, I don't even know how I stumbled upon. I think I, you know, I'm big on like I, I'm in a lot of Facebook groups that, you know, talk about obscure movies like indie stuff that you've never heard of. And yeah, um, you know, I'll watch the trailer and if it looks interesting, I'll try to find it and watch it. Um, and I think this was just one of those things where it was recommended on a Facebook post or yeah. something. And, and when you have all that time that you have, and I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah definitely a cool movie and uh if you like top-notch horror and don't mind subtitles give it a watch yeah definitely like the action sequence like it's just uh, yeah. so much going on for it and yeah. that opening scene yes oh my God. that'll just scary even if it was silent that opening scene is crazy. like i don't even think there's any dialogue yeah i don't scene. think so either yeah, I, I i just think it just it grabs slaps you, you yeah. and i think i watched that and then all of a sudden, the next scene, I hear the Korean. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got set up for it. Well, you know, if they did an American version, they would just mess it up. No, I, unless they brought that director. Like, they, 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 they've been doing, they've been doing uh, those, bringing those directors over. Oh, so they bring the actual director of yeah. the movie to make Well, the they make that style of director over. Right. over so, so they can have some of their roots in it. And that's what they, they've been doing with a couple yeah. of movies that they've been, uh, I guess, transforming to American. Right. But eh. so hopefully uh, we'll get some good stuff coming out. I hope so. Um, next movie on our list, Margin Call. Mr. Dale. This is Paramount Plus. This is Invest. extraordinary times as you very well must know I don't understand the majority of this floor is being let go today Eric I'm very sorry I was working on something but they wouldn't let me finish it so take a look at it be careful I need you guys to come back up here. Wait a second. Just trust me, okay? I need you guys back here now. 
Wait a minute, what am I looking at? This figure here. Whoa, is that? It gets ugly in the heart. Is that figure right? Looks pretty right to me. There are eight trillion dollars of paper around the world relying on that equation. Oh, we were wrong. No, you mean you were wrong. Sir, if those assets decrease by just 25%, that loss would be greater than the current market capitalization of this entire company. How long would it take to clear that from our books? You cannot be doing what you're thinking of doing. Sell it all today. You're selling something that you know has no value. So that we may survive. There are three ways to make a living in this business. Be first, be smarter, or cheat. Look at these people wandering around with absolutely no idea what's about to happen. You're a very important piece of this puzzle. Are you in on this? I can't tell you that people are going to say some very nasty things about what we do here today. We're going down, and you damn well know it'll be together. I'm not sure that I do know that. The ground is shifting below our feet. Remember this day, boys. Remember this day. Margin Call, 2011. This cast, there's not much I can, like, it's amazing. The great Jeremy Irons, uh, Paul Bettany, uh, Kevin Spacey, Stanley Tucci, Demi Moore, Kinko, I mean, this just goes on and on. Like, the, Paul Bettany. Yeah, I, I, and I, I didn't really know Paul Bettany too much. Um, I think I saw him just in Da Vinci Code, and then before that, I, I really didn't know of him. Right. Um, but a huge fan, even with the most recent stuff. But yes, he's great in the most yeah, recent stuff. Yeah, he's awesome. With WandaVision and Marvel. But this cast, like, it, I mean, not a lot. This is a true story. This is what happened in 08 when everything collapsed, and this is the beginning of it. This was the, the deck of cards falling on itself. Um, um, this cast, I mean, this movie is about a uh, uh, this trader company um, trading stocks and realizing the downward trend of where everything is going and where it's how it's going to affect the United States pretty much at that point. They know what's going to happen and they wanted to be ahead of the curve so they didn't lose everything, which a lot of people did. Um, this movie is uh, Stanley Tucci is a risk management officer who um, notices this trend on a, he's been working on something for weeks and possibly like two months or something like that and he notices the downward trend and how it's happening. He sees the fluctuations in the numbers and then all of a sudden there's layoffs that day right. um, and he gets laid off. Like the head of risk management, he gets laid off and basically 80% of the entire floor gets laid off that day and then obviously with the downward trends and allocations that basically that's what was happening. Right. And it was not something they could see, but he saw it coming. He just didn't know how effective, how much it was going to happen. Right. And then he gets laid off, and then Zachary Quinto, and I can't remember his, his the guy with him. He's, I think he was a traitor. Oh, that's Ben Badger. I didn't know him. I didn't really know. I mean, I've seen he's him. He's in the show, um, the popular show on Netflix called You. Okay, yes, yeah, yes. He's the lead in that. Yes. He's really good. Um, and I think he was on Gossip Girl before that. I know nothing about Gossip Girl. I watched that. 
no judgment. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, when when like the opening of the movie is kind of when everybody's getting laid off and stuff, and they're you know telling people, hey, you don't work here no more. And then the movie kind of grabs you. Uh, Stanley Tucci goes into a elevator, and Zachary Quinto is basically telling him, you know, saying bye to him. Yeah. And Stanley Tucci gives him a flash drive and says, "Be careful." And that is like kind of when it grabs you. You and, have no idea. He, and like, you don't know what's what is on there. Yeah. And um, you know, and then like, is someone the gonna die? What's on, gonna happen? Right. Like, <laughs> as the movie goes on, it kind of tells you more of what that flash drive was about, and then some other stuff happens. But this movie movie has so much like it, it's thrilling, it's suspenseful. You don't know like, the, and the music sets it off. The uh, the great acting ability of all the, this great cast. I, I I can't speak enough for this cast. Yeah, the cast. And, and just just the the words that they speak, how they speak it, the the, the mood setting. Right. Like it just hits you. You're like you're pulled in. Like what is going to happen? Right. What is happening? I don't know all these numbers. What they're they're saying trillions and billions. Like we we don't really have anything to like, associate it with right. until you like at the end. You know, you you'll figure it out, but what what's ha- you actually see like it's like the 08 crisis. It's based on that. So and it's got kind of a Wall Street vibe to yes. it. Um, there was another movie called The Big Short that yeah. came out a, a few years ago. Um, actually, didn't that win Oscar for Big Short? Picture? Yeah, I think it did. Yeah. Um, so it's similar, <laughs> you know, similar movie uh, based on pretty much the same stuff. And this movie, uh. Margin Call is is supposed to be about Lehman Brothers and Merrill Lynch, um, their hmm. two firms, like story wise, and what they tried to pull on the American public and yeah. caused basically the crash in two thousand eight. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we we know that all all too well, all too well. Uh, a lot of us are still feeling some of the problems from it or seeing some trends that were over the last couple of years. But, right. Yep. Oh, but that movie, it's very like it does grip you. You definitely want to watch that movie. It's it's something. Like, yeah, I had never seen it until you recommended it, and yeah. you know, I watched it. And, uh, Just the power of the spoken word, like compared to like real suspense, real thrillers, this movie just gives you the the sense of how powerful words can be. Absolutely. Like and how setting the tone of something is so important, especially in movies. Like they were in one building. This happened yeah, over but, one day. Yeah, I was about. <laughs> it's about three quarters of the way through the movie. I was like, "This is movie took place all in one office." Like, yes, one no office. Other, they went to they went to Stanley Tucci's house. That's it. Roof, and then they went to Tucci's house for like three minutes. That's it. And that was it. The rest of the movie's in an office. And it gripped you the so, entire way. Yeah. Like, definitely watch this movie. The dialogue, the just the the back and forth of everybody. Paul Bettany's character, I I, I love this character. Yeah. Um, I mean, at the beginning you weren't supposed to. He was, he, he was the what if, well, whatever guy I make so much right. money like he was that. But then he total change. Um, definitely watch that movie. It's it'll definitely get you to see if you know anything or want to know more more about the, the 08 crisis and the, the the downfall of all that. Definitely watch that movie. You'll know a little bit more of. How it happened, what was happening, just have an idea of, you know, pretty much how it unfolded yeah, yeah, in sure. different company in boardrooms. Lots of money was lost. Yeah. Next movie we got. 
And I gotta get construction crews in here by Columbus Day, so you gotta guess for how long? Up with four really good guys, one week before God. That's fast. I need the job. So the loonies are outside in the real world, and here we are with the keys to the loony bin, boys. You might actually want to be grateful when you're about to make some decent money. What's the catch? Patricia Willard scandal, 1984. I want you to try to remember what happened 24 years ago. Use your imagination. The shrinks figured that with these new techniques they designed, they could release hidden memories. You okay? Go in the hole. I wouldn't tell anybody about this. If they find out about Hank, they're going to find out about the others. Quit up the others. <laughs> I want to come home. I am so sorry. So when I worked at Blockbuster, there were two movies I would always recommend because everybody was, hey, what do you recommend? Oh, yeah. Hi. So part of the job. Two of the movies, Donnie Darko and Session Night. And those were the, my two go-tos for obscurity that people yeah. were like, what the hell is that? Um, what Session Night brings to the table is atmosphere. Like, I don't know of any other movie in history that builds a more creepy, eerie atmosphere than Session 9. Um, it's basically about these guys that get hired to clean up an insane asylum that's been shut down, and they're basically removing all the asbestos out of the place. Yeah. And they start, like, venturing off and kind of seeing things and hearing things. And one guy finds a, a box of tapes from a patient and yeah. uh, interview, interviews with a patient. And those are creepy as hell. Um, Patient but four, yeah, four, four. just atmosphere. I'm not, I don't even I don't even know if this movie has a a big payoff. I mean, it's a again, it's a slow burn. Um, but just that. But you have a what's feeling. in the dark? But you, you just have a, yeah, yeah. Like you feel you like feeling. something's like not right. Yes, <laughs> and, absolutely. Uh, super cool movie. David Caruso's in it. Mm -hmm. This is back when he was like. CSI, you know, he yep. just started CSI, so he was kind of the it guy at the time. Came out in 2001. And the other guy's in CSI, too. What was oh, it? is he? The, the other, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if the, you're the into, like, caretaker. if you're into creepy, spooky movies, ghost movies, I think you'll like Session 9. Um, I think it reminded me of, of Identity. I think it, I th for some yeah, reason, I, yeah, think, I think I, it I reminded me that. a little bit of Identity. Where they're in one location, and just... You know, just creepy, creepy atmosphere. You didn't, you don't know really what's going on. It's, it's just, it, it's just building up to it. And that's that was the movie that came to mind when I first saw this. Yeah. So this one, you know, it slipped through the cracks over the years. And 2001. I recommend it to a lot of people. And uh, actually, I recommend it to Sean, who, yeah. a buddy of mine, who we don't like anything the same. Did he watch it? And he liked it. Oh, he, so oh he wow, it. he liked so it. So that was like, wow, you actually <laughs> liked it. He's like, yeah, I kind of liked it. So. Um, that says yeah. a lot. Yeah, it does say a lot, actually. <laughs> when we agree on something, it's like it's the problem. worlds are colliding, and it's weird, because that never happens. No, definitely. So, 
right. And they work on a lot of movies together. Just to give, giving you guys a little filler in there. Uh, Chris and then Sean work on a lot of movies together, work on the same projects, and they often don't see the eye to eye. Yeah, it's, it's more of a, a, we come up with two different ideas, yell at each other a little yep. bit, and then come oh, yeah. up with an idea to do it. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. It it, it's a very interesting process that I've, I've witnessed a few times. Right. It works. <laughs> it works for some reason. But, uh, hey, but it works. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it gets the ideas out there. Ah, next movie is one of my choices. This country is a land of dreams. It can be a hard place. A cruel place. But it's where I work. And I dream of a better life for my son. So, what do you think? Blasco's truck? That's yeah, alright. I've seen it before. It's not Blasco's truck anymore. It's ours. You ain't got a license. We'll say that too loud, okay? This truck is my only chance to make this grow into something big. So we can move out of here and get you the better score. Well, son. Yeah, I gotta bounce. All right, Louis. Easy. Gotta talk about your future. I'm gonna make something out of this business. For real, huh? Romeo, good for us. What happened? They stole it. They jacked the truck? We have to find him. Yeah, I'm coming with you. Chris, this is my problem. Nah, this is our problem. We don't know what's going to happen to us. You ain't gotta worry about me. And I don't worry. I worry about you all the time. Papa. Why did you have me? To be able to take care of you and watch you grow. Because I love you. You are the most important thing in this world to me, Mio. That's why I had you. For me. For a reason to live. Okay, a better life. Now, I, I really like this movie it's about uh mexican immigrants who, who, who the father came over and he's just been busting his butt to to give his son the life that just the american dream right. um he was undocumented it and it came out in 2011 and the, like most recent events this is this is what they go through. this right. is this is based on true events this is a real mentality the real fear that they go through every single day are the police going to get me? Or, or someone going to find me? So it's like This is the fear that they have every day. But at the same time, they're trying to fulfill the American dream. Right. So they work so hard to just to have something. Just to buy a truck. He, he worked just so hard just to buy a truck and to give a better life to his son. Um, the story starts with uh, uh, the father. He, he busts his butt. He's a landscaper. He's for hire for work. His son is in a not so great school in, in an environment where he's just not. He, his father's away so much that he's not able to be in his son's life. Um, he works probably 16, 17 hour days, 
just to put food on the table to pay the bills, just to try to get ahead. And it's just through the movie, you you start to feel for the father, and you start to, you know, understand and start. It's just it's it's an emotional ride. It, it, it's it's definitely something that you have to just watch all the way through because it's it's just something that. It's just something you can't comprehend until you understand or step in their shoes or right. just understand what they go through every day. It's it's crippling. It, it, it's just I, I don't know how they do it, but a lot of love and a lot of appreciation goes goes out to that community. It's, yeah, for sure. It's anyway. He goes he and he just tries to keep his son out of like the thug life and trying to make sure he doesn't go into gangs or doesn't get into trouble. Uh, but slowly. In the, in the beginning, his son is just going down that wrong path because his father just can't be there when he's trying, trying to, right. yeah, he's trying to provide for his son, trying to put him in a better situation, um, trying to give him a better future, trying to bring him to a better neighborhood, better school, and it, it's just not seen by the son of how or why he's not right. there. He, the son just doesn't understand. He, he just doesn't get it, and it's just it's just heartbreaking. Um, based on true events, I don't know if it really it doesn't really have payoff. It's just a real gripping story. Um, yeah. And you should, I, I recommend it a watch. Um, I know. Have you what you thought about it? Or? Well, I watched. I, yeah. I watched. Uh, I got about forty minutes into it, and the link that I was watching the movie on didn't have subtitles. And there's, I mean, there's not a lot, but I'd say. I got to that point and they started speaking a lot of Spanish yeah. and I kind of lost what was happening in the movie. And so I turned it off, but it was good. Like I, I was enjoying it up to that point. Um, yeah, they I'm get into sure the heart at told. some point if it comes on Netflix or Hulu or something like that, then I'll, I'll end up watching it the rest of it. Um, but yeah, that's the only reason why I didn't. Yeah. It was because the subtitles were not on. And I couldn't figure out a other way to watch it with subtitles. So. Yeah, and I, I have a, a restricted uh, understanding of, uh, of Spanish. I grew up in a, a Hispanic uh, household uh, where I used to live, and just so I picked up on a lot of a lot of the language and understanding of it. So I was able to follow it pretty well. Um, but th this movie is a definitely a recommendation. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a hundred percent. Just 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 a, just an understanding. <laughs> it gave it a hundred percent for the story. And just the whole movie, it's 100%. And I definitely recommend it. They recommend it. If you haven't seen it, definitely watch it because it gives you an understanding of their lifestyle, what they go through. Like it's, it is definitely gripping and heartbreaking. And just, I, I definitely recommend. Again, watch. I had never heard of it until you said something about it. And uh, definitely different avenues. Yeah, <laughs> like sure. the movies that you recommend, I had no idea. Right. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> but it, it uh, that's the best part of doing something like this where. You know, we yeah, come from different your, walks of life. Uh, yeah, expand your portfolio. Absolutely. Next movie. <laughs> One sound down here, and I'll kill the both of you. Nothing in my life has been right since the summer of 1958. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Time when even the guilty displayed a rare. See anything? Not even a goddamn elbow. Hold it, hold it. We're awake. He wants to sleep over there. What next door? I'm Meg. David. There are two young girls living at the Chandlers now. Oh. I hear you better. Oh, your cousin. Yeah, down by the rock. Cute too, ain't she? 
What's that? You're in an accident. Both parents died too. Mom says he must have died instantly. He just dropped by to get this to David. She's something, isn't she? Mrs. Chandler must love having her around. Tent worms. I'll do this one, and you can do the rest, okay? I don't want to. David? Hey, Mike, how's it going? I haven't eaten in almost two days. With heaps of love. I don't care what you do anymore, bitch! Yours is a goddamn bitch! All I ever do is right. Doesn't sound like you were fine now. Damn it, you Damn you! 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 Damn we got our own game now. You want to think about one thing, girl. Well, two things, actually. First, it could be your little sister hanging here instead of you. And second, I know some of the bad things you've done, and I'm kind of interested to hear them. So maybe this confessor isn't such a kick, and after all, I can hear it from the one of you, or I can hear it from the other. You just think about that. <laughs> oh boy. So, yeah. This movie, um, Jack Ketchum, The Girl Next Door. So there's two movies that I will never, ever watch again. And could have said that ahead of time. <laughs> One is uh, Ari Aster's Hereditary, and two is Jack Ketchum's The Girl Next Door. Um, I've seen Martyrs. I've seen Serbian film. I've seen, you know, uh, you know all the disturbing movies, and this one like really stuck with me um, for like weeks. I kept thinking about this movie, and um, you know, it's based on a true story. And there's another movie called um, An American Crime, which is basically the same story, same movie. And uh, that one has Ellen Page in it. She plays uh, the girl. And uh, it's basically about a girl that goes next door to these crazy ladies' house with her kids. And they're like teenagers. And it starts off as kind of a coming-of-age movie. Mm -hmm. And then it, it's like so vile and disturbing and disgusting what they do to this poor girl um so if you're into kind of like disturbing stuff and you, know, you want to push the limits of what you think is disturbing definitely give this one a watch um but again i, I will never watch it again i couldn't it, even get past me that much. I, I couldn't even get past like i just read it read the synopsis <laughs> he read the synopsis i couldn't even right. do it well, I, I have a thing. I, yeah, I don't like seeing kids being hurt, oh, or I, I just can't. Does. But I, I, I'm to a degree because I like, I mean, I like, I coach kids. I like, I, I want to volunteer with the, with the sick kids in hospitals. Like, right. I, I don't like seeing kids being hurt or anything happening to kids. I can't deal with like storylines. Like, I, I cringe at it just because <laughs> it happens to these kids. Right, right. But I mean, I like the story. If I, I I like it. I know nothing really really happens, but at the same except for little the, the kid under the in the sewer. But other than that, n nothing really happens. But with this, I just 
just the synopsis. I just couldn't even. I I, I just couldn't do it. I, I don't know. I I, don't, I couldn't do like Sinister. I couldn't do a movie like that. Even there was, like, yeah. some kids. I just. This makes Sinister look like Mr. Rogers. Yeah, I can't. No, no, no. I I, I just I just can't do it. It just hurts my soul. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it peels pieces of my soul off just by thinking right. about that. I mean, I'm I'm kind of into psychological, you know, disturbing, I think it's a little bit more than disturbing <laughs> stuff. But this this movie like stuck with me for a long time and could not get it out of my head. Some of the things that happened in this movie and it's pretty pretty rough. Um, but if you like stuff like that, if you like stuff yeah. that'll that'll linger and you know probably give you some nightmares. Some yeah, uh, sure. cringe-worthy, uh, just I, I, I just even the preview, just the opening to that preview, just didn't want to. Oh man, I, I just don't yeah. even. I can't do it. But God bless you if you can. Please, God bless you. <laughs> Give it a watch, but I will never watch it again. It was that disturbing. Yeah, it's. Uh, oh, man. but I hear good things. I hear good things. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Next movie. Maybe. When you go to sleep at night, do you like having dreams? Well, when you sleep, people like me come. And we give you and your family and everyone you know good dreams. Who gives the night the nurse? I've never seen anything like it. Six of us, and we could even slow them down. What are you doing here? Emma's in the hospital. She's had a seizure. That girl is dying. He's taking her as a sacrifice to become one of them. But there's still a chance. Very low budget, but I like very indie. (laughs) Very like it's. I like it because it it provides a whole world of, and it's very artsy. The the visualization of it, how it happens, 
what goes on, the thoughts that go into it with the good dreams, bad dreams, uh, well, nightmares. But it, it creates that whole world of in sleep. Um, yeah, it was like a world where I didn't know what was real, yes. what was a dream. Like, it was one of those trippy, like, Exactly, weird. exactly. <clears throat> so the beginning of the movie is um, this young girl. Um, she, she, she has, um, I forget what they're called. They're, um, uh, they're, they're like sleep fairies or protectors and give them good dreams. Um, but every once in a while, a, um, I, I forget what they're called too, but the, 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 the main bad guy is called Ink. Mm-hmm. That, that's who the person is. Um, he comes in and tries to, uh, kidnap her. And I like the action sequences in this. I like the, the choreography in it. I like. Because everything that they're doing is in the dream world, so basically, the is good people were called the Incubi, right? Uh, I can't remember. I I, I cannot remember. It, it's been a while. It, this came out like oh nine. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but they say, that, so the, she's trying to protect the girl from Ink, and unfortunately, Ink was too powerful for, her, and and I like how what during their fighting they're destroying stuff, and all of a sudden. It's completely back to where right. the, the pre-state. Where yeah, like a table would <clears throat> shatter and then all of a sudden it gets put back together. Yeah, because it's happening in the dream world, right. it's not actually happening. Right. But it's happening in her head and happening in that in that whole world of, of sleep. So basically, when she gets kidnapped, she can't return to her body to be to be woken up. So basically, Ink kidnaps her into that world. So now she's been put into a coma. And... The story around her is um, she has a father who's just not there, working all the time. He's building, or going up the, the corporate ladder, just trying to get rich. And um, they don't have really a relationship. Her father, her, um, her, his ex-wife's parents are now watching her and taking care of her uh, because of a car accident that happened with uh, the mother, and the mother passed away, and then the, her parents took the child because he couldn't provide the, or couldn't be there for her. So, so that's the whole custody battle. I mean, that's just a side side story of it. But in the dream world, she's being taken and going through all these different things. And there, there's people trying to attempt to rescue her to to no avail. They're not able to um, to bring her back. Um, I'd like it visually because, like I said, it did rec- um, create that world. Yeah, it had some cool visuals. And just the camera techniques, the haziness, um, just just the characters. I just think it, it it was a good idea how they how it came out. Um, like I said, the acting was yeah. I just I just, it's obviously low budget. Um, there's no big actors in it. The acting is not the greatest, but like I said, the choreography it is great. I like the visualization visualizations of it. Um, it's really good, and I, I I think it's a very good watch because just because of just if you like artsy stuff like that and how visually and how they accomplished everything like that. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I love things. Yeah. We're not bad people, Mike. We're just underachievers that have to make up for lost time. Mr. and Mrs. McBath? I'm working the case. Oh, great. I've been a little paranoid. Are you on drugs? Here we go.
please find you. Work in a grill, find fries, helping hungry people. By the time I get to my customers, they're usually dead. Please give a chance to kill them. That greasy food. <laughs> Okay. So the third movie I would always recommend a blockbuster video. Yeah. Is uh, Scotland, PA, um, which is Scotland, Pennsylvania, yeah. the little town in Pennsylvania, and uh, it's a quirky goofy uh movie based on the story of Macbeth uh Shakespeare's Macbeth and um it's I don't know it's just a fun movie there's something about this movie that I love it like it's just so quirky and it's got a great cast Mara Tierney Christopher Walken uh James LaGrosse but the script, oh, yeah, the script, I mean, like the script. so weak. Um, like, like they would have a conversation, and be like, oh no, like it was just so like, right, like it was goofy. <laughs> I agree, it was just the way it was written. If, if the actor, the good actors, Christopher Walken, love him. Um, right. if they had more freedom, and obviously they didn't because the, the, like the conversations or or the editing was bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I really don't know. Just the dialogue. Just not there. Like right. they would be talking about something, and then all of a sudden, all on a different tangent. It was just <laughs> the Andy Dick segments with Amy Smart. It's just oh, I, I don't. I really don't. I really don't know. Andy Dick. He probably no one can constrain him. Yeah. They just get. It was like just don't do what you do. <laughs> yeah. He's just he's funny. But yeah. um, why am I always the rear? Yeah. That's what you said you like. Why? You said you like the rear. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, basically, the the movie's about a a little fast food restaurant and uh the owner is about to come up with the drive through window like he's about to invent the drive through window <laughs> and um the the there's a couple that work there uh and their last name's Macbeth and um well his name is Mac and her yeah there's I I I I I I, I, sorry, I, I don't remember specifically I just thought it was just Really, really funny. Yeah, it's like Pat Macbeth and Joe Macbeth, but they call him Mac. Yeah. And uh, so they basically knock off the owner and steal his idea for the drive-through window, and um, basically pin it off on someone else. And Christopher Walken's an investigator trying to From find out yeah. what happened and who killed the guy, and blah blah blah. And I don't know. It's a it's a funny, quirky movie. If you're into that kind of thing, I recommend it. Um, I'm sure it's not for everybody, but I just literally watched it this morning again before I came here. It is definitely and... quirky. I think it, it definitely, like, I, like you said, uh, we, we had in private conversation where uh, I think if it didn't have the murder, it would be a great TV show. Right. In Scotland, Pennsylvania, I think that would have been a great TV show, like old 90s, um, you know, Malcolm in the Middle or just just a just a movie movie like that because it does have the quirkiness it does have yeah. the fun it does have like the, the side characters it has it has enough to be a show yeah. and, and it, it takes place in the 70s and it's got like yeah. that i mean it, they did a great job with the 70s decor and yeah. and colors and colors and outfits and um i thought they did a really good job Hairdos. with that and uh I just, you know christopher walken. christopher walken christopher walken yeah. i'd say this is probably my third favorite performance of his 
with obviously True Romance 1 and Pulp Fiction 2, um, I think this is his third best performance. I don't know. Really? I, I really, really enjoyed him in okay. this. But, um, well, we'll have to dive a little bit more into that in future, future shows. For sure. But uh, I, I love Christopher Walken pretty much in a, all, almost everything he does. Um, right now, I, I know there's a movie that I did not like that he was in. I just can't think of it off the top of my head, but I will bring it up next time. <laughs> um, but that is our number 10 movie that you possibly have never seen. Um, if you definitely didn't see any of these movies, give it a, give it a gander. Um, definitely take a look. Take a night out. Or just if you're on a Tuesday night, Wednesday night, you have nothing to do. Pop in one of these movies. It's on most of the streaming uh, streaming apps that you have out there. Yeah. That's where I found I hard, all of them. Actually, I had a hard time with Scotland PA, but there is a yeah, I couldn't find Scotland there PA. There is a either. YouTube link. It is that on has YouTube. The full movie on it. Quality is um, shitty. Yeah, it's not so great quality, but it's there. Um, but yeah, I could I couldn't even hardly find a DVD to buy. Like, yeah. It's, pretty obscure yeah I, I this is probably the most obscure movie of the bunch <coughs> yeah, even though is. it had even though it had some <coughs> i found ink before i found scotland PA. yeah, yeah. And no well, one was on, yeah on yeah and, and scotland PA is nowhere to be found except for youtube right so i don't know maybe it's their distribution was terrible or i i don't uh, i really it's don't it's a sundance movie yeah so maybe that's why but i found so many sundance movies yeah. before i don't i don't know um but like you said, that movie, that Scott PA, just I just would not hit it for me. Like Christopher Walken is the only thing that really kept me going. Yeah. Um, just just because I just loved watching him on film and what he was gonna say. Right, it's like, right. I, it, it's just captivating. I wonder how much he cost to be in this movie. I don't know. Because Probably I think that was their whole bu- the budget. I was just gonna say that like their whole <laughs> budget. Because there's nothing else in it. There's no like there's no kill scene except for the fire. But you couldn't yeah, see the fire. It was not even. Like you just saw him going over and the, and the sound effect. That's right, right. really and then the shotgun. Yeah. That was it. So, but like I said, if it didn't have that, it'd be a great TV show because the characters are just so out there. Yeah. And so like I I, I think there's still a possibility for that. I think you guys should just do it. And <laughs> because it's low budget, it's in Scotland. I mean, they had the office, so why can't you do this? Right. So I I isn't she in? No. Who was she in? Mark Tierney. Yeah. What was she I in? Think she's in the office, isn't she? I thought she was, but no, I don't think she. No, was. that's um. That, that that's the other. That's a, that's a reception. That's not Marjorie. No, that's, that's uh, uh, the heck's her name. She was in. I really can't. I know she was in something big. Who, Marjorie? Yeah. Uh, ER. ER. She was the mom in Liar Liar with Jim Carrey. Yes. Um, oh, I love that movie so much. Yeah, it's a funny movie. Yeah. <sighs> but anyway, that was our list. Please take a look, and uh, you'll definitely be surprised, and you might find some good movies that. You fall in love with because right. we gave you something from every side of the spectrum, comedy, horror, right. um, think pieces, um, artsy. So it's all there. Yeah. Um, we'll be back next it's month. It's funny when uh, we were coming up with the list. You yeah. sent me your list and I sent you my list. I said, have you ever heard of any of these? You said no. I was like, all right, that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> but my first list, you know, he heard of a bunch. But I kept. I heard a couple of yours. Uh, yeah, just Scanner, Darkly, and Chef. Yeah, well, Chef because it, it's John Favreau. Yeah, and Chef's kind of. I just love it. It may not qualify for what we're doing here, but it's I mean, I think a lot kind of, of a teetering that. on the may have heard of it, may have not heard of it. Um, but yeah. I think the rest of these movies are, I mean, they're definitely yeah. obscure. And, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, it was cool. But it was fun. But we plan on doing this every month. Uh, we're doing, you know, 10 movies that you probably have never seen. But So tune in, uh, and we're going to do a, a weekly show. Um, but we're going to do this uh, this segment only once a month.
gives us some time to you know find something obscure for you guys. Um, but uh, next week we'll we'll be back with uh, a new topic and a new new everything. Thank you for joining us on Killer Collab, Chris Lado, cool. Reaper Films. You know me, Tony D, Tone Deaf from Florida, uh, with real people, real content. Have a good one.